0: I'm Marianne Kolbasek mcgee Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group, and I'm here at HIMSS 18 speaking with Christopher Couchet, who is CISO at Albany Medical Center in New York. So now, Christopher, you spoke today about the next big cyber attacks that the healthcare industry should be prepared for. What's your best advice, and what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned at your organization over the last year that you think is helpful for other organizations to keep in mind?
1: Well, I think we need to mix our basic security principles with the advanced things that are coming out. Because what we've seen over the last year are all of the attacks uh, that are out there really took advantage of... Vulnerabilities that have been in the industry for quite a while, and we saw problems with institutions getting affected by things like WannaCry and NotPetya, things like that. You know, they were they were taking advantage of basic vulnerabilities that have been out there in the industry for a while that just have not been patched. So I would say that an, a very adequate. Patching regimen and understanding that you need basic tools and advanced tools to to really help mitigate these issues.
0: And so now looking ahead to this year, what sort of things are you working at at your organization to be prepared for whatever's next?
1: I would say uh, workforce education is one of the big things that we've we've taken on you know we've put in place many of the tool sets that you would imagine any organization like ours would put in place but workforce education is just critical towards assuring that our our workforce knows about the issues that we struggle with from a technical perspective and knows what the appropriate use models are and behaviors are so that they can protect not only themselves and and it's not only themselves at Albany Med uh, at work it's it, the same things at home so hopefully we can transition the Knowledge that we bring our workforce members and they can move that to home so that they protect themselves while they're protecting us.
0: Now you come from a biomedical engineering background. What is your advice in terms of what you see in in terms of the medical devices that organizations have? Are they being sufficiently included in the cybersecurity programs and what's your approach?
1: Well, we were we were very fortunate. We were our clinical engineering department. Joined our IT department very early on, uh, back in 2000, and with that aggregation of knowledge, became a, a program where medical devices were treated like regular IT devices. Even though they have some differences and they don't have some of the protections in place that are typical, you know, a typical laptop or desktop may have. Many of the same principles, like in adequate inventory, risk assessment, uh, all of those things, patch management. We try to roll up into a a program as similar to our IT program as we can, such that they're not kept off in an island, they're not kept off in some separate world where they're missed, and and the mitigation strategies and security uh, measures aren't applied to them. You need to make sure that they're applied as evenly as possible.
0: And as we know, the WannaCry ransomware attack last year affected many organizations, including medical devices. Anything to kind of bring this together in terms of the sort of threats we're seeing and the sorts of actions that organizations need to take right now when it comes to the medical devices?
1: Uh, again, just as I mentioned, the medical devices that were hit uh, that that we've seen anecdotally uh, through the industry that were hit at, by WannaCry or NotPetya were devices that should have been patched. There were measures that could have been taken, whether it's patch management, whether it's network isolation. Those types of things should be part of a a, a robust security program. We just take that mentality that we have to, you know, we have to have that broad program, whether it's a desktop sitting on a a desk or a laptop that somebody takes home or a CT scanner or another medical device sitting in the radiology department.
0: And finally, is there any sort of emerging security technology that you're most excited about right now that you're examining or you think has a lot of potential for healthcare organizations?
1: Yeah, actually, in, in the medical device field, we're starting to see some vendors, you know, medical devices do differ from IT straight IT devices because of some of the protocols, the unique protocols that they use. You know, HL7 is pretty widely used, but you start talking about DICOM and some of the other protocols that are used on medical devices or even some of the, the non-standard protocols that are used maybe by a a specific manufacturer. Some of these things can't be patched, so we have to have a little different level of tool set sometimes for some of these medical devices we're starting to see that come up i know of three or four different companies now that are putting out devices like a, an ids or ips specifically for medical devices that look for those protocols and that are able to look for anomalies in how those how one device connects inside your network what type of traffic it's generating things like that so we're excited about that type of technology
0: Thanks so much, Christopher. I've, I've been speaking to Christopher Couchet of Albany Medical Center, and I'm Marianne Kobusuk McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.